No, Welcome sir. in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast. We are the DNVR Avalanche Podcast. Yeah. And that's the story of the night, is that the it's Avs us. are the Avs, and Boston is Boston. Yeah. And the Avs won. Yeah. Based on all of that. Suck it, Boston. The Avs win 4-3 in the shootout over the Boston Bruins. We got Eric, we got AJ, we got Rudo. First of all, what a fun hockey game. This is awesome to watch that one. Game of the year? I mean, I'm never going to award game of the year halfway through the season, but... No, but so far, you mean. Through 41 games, this is the best one? It was a banger. Certainly for the Avs, one. best one, I've, as far as, like, entertainment value. Yeah. But... It uh, it was an adventure, too. When it's fun, sometimes you forget to breathe for the last 15 minutes of the it's, hockey game. It is so hot in here. Yeah, it's very warm. Very, very well, we warm. we got pants on, that's why. I tell you what, I'm about to be a tarps off pod. <laughs> you said it, not me. Rudo's favorite. <laughs> Rudo. Let's start with the 60-second rundown to get things going. Avs really dominated the first period, and yet they still managed to give up the first goal of the game. Brad Marchand on the power play does the thing, and really not that good of a goal. The Avs do get it back, though. Miko Rantanen scores one of his own. It's 1-1 first period. Second period, honestly, the Avs continue to play super well. Logan O'Connor with a fantastic forecheck gets rewarded with the goal of his own. Uh, the, the Bruins are able to get that one back, make it 2-2. The Avs bounce back the other way. Young Sam, Sam Malinsky, makes it 3-2 Colorado by the end of the second period. The Avs are up. It's looking like they should do the thing. They do give up the game-tying goal, though, fairly early in the third period. And then they scrapped it out. Avs had a lot of chances, couldn't quite convert on that final next goal. Gets into overtime. A fantastic penalty kill in overtime for the Avs to survive it. And Val Nachushkin is your shootout hero for Colorado. Mm -hmm. A lot to talk about tonight. And I want to start here so we can get it out of the way and not talk about it for the rest of the show. Alexander Georgiev. On one hand, he gets another win with a sub-900 save percentage. <laughs> I certainly think you probably want one of the first two goals against back. On the other hand, he stops all three attempts against in the shootout. He stands tall in overtime while they're killing that penalty and ultimately gets him across the finish line. Where do you stand with Georgiev tonight? I'll be positive. You know, I like, like you just said, I like the way he finished. Um, I'm not saying I didn't like the way he started. I'm saying... That when it counted, he was there. He made the save on Pasternak. That's a trick shot. You know what I yep. mean? The old no look, fake. Slip uh, it five. Yeah, yep. you know what I mean? Like, he makes the save there. So, uh, he made a couple saves at the end of the game in overtime. Uh, hey, listen, you got Do I like the <laughs> below 900 because we always talk about it? No. Uh, again, was he... I think he has to get to his reality in his mind that this is how it's going to be because Diaz it's every night they yep. give up 22 23 shots i mean it is it is what it is right now like yep. it's kind of crazy so i think he's going to have to find his game that this is how it is and when a puck goes in you can't smash your stick on i mean again it's a 2-2 game you're yep. breaking a stick on the for what like 
I mean, the guy made a nice play. It was a hard-working play, and he puts it in. And you know, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know why you're smashing your stick there, but I channel your energy the right way. I think he was good. I don't think he was great. I said that tonight you were going to need a great performance by your goaltender for all the reasons with some guys out and some guys sick. And but it didn't turn out to be that way. I think good was good enough to win tonight, and the Avs were great. You know yep. what I mean? As a team, where goaltending was good. Okay. <laughs> Just going to leave it there, huh? I'm, do, we, do I really need to fight about it tonight? You no, know? we no, don't. No, That's, no. This we is like, why I wanted to get it out of yeah, the way. Yeah, like I'm just... It's the same. It's the same every night. I, I agree just, with AJ. It's I, the I same just, every night. Like, the, the first goal is not good enough for me. It's no. bad. Yep. The second goal, I just it just feels really soft. Second was uh, the guy diving there. Yeah. Yeah. It was John, the John Beecher goal. Goes Beecher, seven yeah, hole on him. Yeah. Go across yeah. the crease. Yeah. It, and uh, the third goal, I don't have any issues. You know, that's... A sauce pass that bounces off Marchand's knee and in yeah, I mean, he's like, you'd really, you'd really yeah. love Nathan McKinnon to wake up defensively yep. and not mm-hmm. let that happen. I mean, Marchand doesn't do anything; he just yep. skates in a straight line. And yep. McKinnon, go to the net. McKinnon, right? yeah. Well, and McKinnon, his reaction after the goal was scored, I found very frustrating because his reaction. If you watch him, he's not looking at anybody. He's not mad at anybody else. He just goes. And I'm like, funny, I did the same thing. Because what are you doing defensively, my guy? It, I, I do. Very frustrating. We're, we're tangenting here, but that's fine. I do struggle with McKinnon on that play. Yeah. Because it's not even the, oh, he didn't even see him coming and it, he didn't cover his yeah. man. It's he looks, he sees Marshan go, he takes one step, yeah. and then just stops. Yeah. And Marshan just goes all the way to the but back I, But I think he looks back like this. He's like, oh, my God, I went off his shin pad. You know what I mean? That, I, that's what he's saying. That's not what you're saying. That's not what I, I'm saying. I, I'm you know, sure that's you know what, what he's mean? reacting like, to, but still yeah, defend your guy. I know. I didn't yeah. like that. And it's it's very, <laughs> to me, when you have a goalie going through it right now, you've got to help him. Yep. And giving up a guy on the back post at the start of a third period in a one-goal game is frustrating to me. Yeah. So, uh, you know, from that, from that aspect. But then, I mean, you, you kidding me? Overtime? He's great. Yep. He's perfect in the shootout. Yep. So, you know, yeah, exactly. if they say if they say it's not how you start, it's how you finish, then you're looking at that and right, you're saying man. Georgiev was great. Take it where you can get it. I'll put it to you that way. Uh, the rest of the Avs, 18 skaters outside of that play from McKinnon and a few other minor stretches. It was a really good night for a lot of guys. Yeah, I mean, I know I'm always like the resident negative one, but the Avalanche deserved a regulation oh, win. Absolutely. They were they were. Re- really good. Yep. In this game, and even when they shortened their bench to two lines uh, and one and a half D pairings at the end of the game, <laughs> didn't matter. They were still great, and I, to me, this was one of the more encouraging games of the entire season. You are banged up. You have yep. no Miles Wood. You have no Artur Lekkinen. No Josh Manson against these guys. Against this really good Bruins team, and you probably should have won this game four or five to two. Yep, they really they were really really good, it, it, and you bailed Jeremy Swayman out on a couple of these scoring chances. Jack Johnson puts one right into his chest. Yeah, yeah. right into a chest. I mean, just really, Swayman was awesome tonight. Like oh, I'm totally, not trying to totally. say, but but a couple of those saves the Avs made. Uh, easier for him 
And you look at some of the breakaways, some of the chances that Boston had and Georgiev has to make a save. He has to, yep. you know, he has to come up with one and he does. Yep. It was just, it was really good. Yep. I, I, I could be frustrated all I want with a couple of things out of Georgiev that I don't like, but ultimately this is a really, really good game for the Avalanche as a group and they should feel like this much disappointed that they have to go into a shootout. <laughs> But you this played really well. You got a win. Yeah. <laughs> that they got two points, and you don't care about giving a point away to an Eastern Conference not team. Not at all. You just don't. And your regulation wins right now are fine. It's not like you're feasting on this. You're yeah. not Dallas. You're rolling in regulation more often than not. So a game like this, it's all good. I mean, this is this should be one of uh, when we when we look back at the end of the eighty two game season. This will be one of their ten best games played. I agree. This yep. is an A game. Yep. And to finish on Georgiev, too, it's a 0-0 game. Avs are playing awesome. They get that power play, and then they have that little slippage at the end of the power play. Yep. And they give up two kind of breakaways, right? Short-handed. Yeah. They score there. Bruins, I'm talking about. It's a different game. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, for so sure. I'll, I'll give him, you know, his carrots and, yeah. you know, broccoli and all that. His greens right there. That was a good way to start the game, even though he wasn't really busy, you know. Um because the abs were so dominant in the first in my book, but all of a sudden those two saves were key. You know, if you look back oh, yeah. at the game, it could have changed the direction of the game. So I'll give him his greens there on on it, those two saves. It, it, I, I think it is a good conversation to have because, yes, the abs do ultimately give up the first goal of the game, mm -hmm. but it's on a penalty kill, right? And it's, yeah, the goal's not good, whatever, whatever, whatever. But the difference... Between giving uh, up a shorthanded goal and the Avs going, oh, God, here we go again. Yeah, that sucks. Compared to, you know what? We took a bad penalty. They capitalized on it. It's a lot more recoverable 100%. that way. And and you saw the Avs went right back to dominating that period after that goal. So those little moments do matter, as you were saying. Next thing I want to talk about here. Yeah. Timely saves, right? Okay, sure. Yeah. Timely saves. Hey, you make all the saves in overtime in a shootout, you're probably going to win the game. True. Timely. Can't lose if you make all the saves in overtime in the shootout. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a concept. Okay. Kale McCarr. Can we just send the tape of this game in to the NHL All-Star game and be like, hey, let Kale rest? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, did that dude even come off the ice in overtime? Like, <laughs> no, uh, just barely. Devon Taves had one shift when it was still three on three, I think. Yeah, and then basically out there for the entire penalty kill of overtime. Oh, and he was still pushing it. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> Wanted to see what Devon Taves would have done with that breakaway. If he didn't eat shit. Down. Yeah. Uh, I know he tripped over his boots. Gosh dang it! <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know if Devontae should be the third shootout shooter now. Uh, it, it, a great yeah, game. Now we know who the third shooter is. Yeah. It, it was Jonathan Duran earlier. It now didn't go Val great. Nichushkin. Now it's Val Who nailed it. Uh, but you really look up and down the lineup. Kale playing a monster amount of minutes. Had a bunch of good play tonight. Uh, Devontae literally a ninja with his stick defensively tonight. I, I literally can't count how many plays he broke up. Throughout this game, just boop, boop. Yeah, watching the one-on-one -on -one between Devon Taves and David Posternock tonight was... Yep. Was, that's teach tape stuff. 
for both guys. Yep. Because Devon Taves, it's like, what more could you ask out of Devon Taves in this game? He was um, just a, a menace yep. defensively. And David Posternock is so good and so special. Still could have had a hat trick tonight. The guy was all over the place. Good players, man. And me personally, kind of loved his shootout move. Because <laughs> he, he goes in there super lazy, I casual. It. I hate it. And then from that far out, you know, you've got a goalie's got to be locked in. Yeah. When he tries that, because it's very, very sneaky. The same way that we see uh, Kuznetsov with that ultra slow turtle yeah. move. Yeah. And Kucherov with the no move. You know, where he the just puck through. Yeah, exactly. Go through. Those are sneaky little shootout moves that you have to be very on top uh, uh, of your game and ready, like ready for them. I liked it. I know there are some people like, what was that? But I thought it was super cute, which is what the shootout's for. And Georgiev was on it. And good for Georgiev. Hey, look, a win's a win. And when a win is a win where you played really well, that's even better. Yeah. Yeah. Wins when you play well feel good. When you beat a, I, mean, I only beat bad teams. You know. uh, that's a good team. I yeah. would, uh, I would like to make an Not argument. Anymore. No, sorry. Miko is back. Where? Back from what? Where? That little lull he had. Yeah. All right. And I, I know exactly what you're thinking, and you're absolutely right. There was a whole bunch of cutesy, stupid stuff. <laughs> but he scores a goal tonight. He quietly has seven points in his last five games. The bunt. The bunt. Exactly right. The bunt went in tonight. It, cool. That's, is, is that not regular season Miko? The guy who just racks up points while doing nothing? Sure. Just throwing it out there. He was total dog shit against Florida and finished with two assists. And it's like, well, that's Miko. Miko, baby. When the puck's going in, you live with it. When you get ice, man, make the most of it. And then you look up and down this lineup, and even someone like Val Nachushkin, who, you know, fair enough, it didn't really have a great regulation in this hockey game. Wasn't my favorite player tonight. Scores the most important goal of the game. So even the guys who struggled have a positive impact. It's fun. It's fun when Colorado hockey is going like that. Yeah. Love it. Goalie gets a win in the shootout, but scores don't get a goal. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> Goalies get win when they give up three goals every oh, single no. game. That's not where I was going. <laughs> Just saying. You goalie, you get a win tonight, and then I'm if all you're here Nikushka, for the shootout. You don't have a game winner. Yeah, I'm all here for that to count. There's no game winner. I think the, the the deciding goal should be counted in the stats. I agree with you. And then as a game winning goal, I mean it's a game winning goal. Like there was a winner tonight, right? I mean the mm-hmm. Habs won. Yeah. Who and scored was... the game winner? Oh, no one. What? What do you mean? I mean, in the was there a the, winning goalie? Oh yeah, there was one. In the stats, like you look at a team, you say, okay, well they score four goals tonight, so you add for their goal goal four total, you add four. That's but my there's point. no there's no goal. Yeah. So you add all the goals it's, at the end of the day. You want yeah. six shootouts. You're missing six goals. It's, it's like, not what? it's nonsense, man. Doesn't make sense. I'm with you, buddy. Doesn't make sense. All right. Make well, the math make sense. You know what? Maybe the goal is an illegal pizza burrito. Yes. At the end of the day. Queso. Go get yourself some of their delicious queso, their delicious fresh ingredients at an illegal pizza near you. 
uh, a bunch of different locations now here in Colorado, including a new one that uh, just opened up in Wheat Ridge. So they've got you covered wherever you might be. Go check them out. And if you haven't been, they also do happy hour from 3 to 8 p.m. So the extra long happy hour with Illegal Pete's. Uh, go jump on it. Uh, it's ooh, just a great place to get a good burrito. Everyone here raves about their queso. So go with it. Uh, they have a ton of different locations, again, including uh, this February. You can uh, join their party at the newest one in the Foothills area. Uh, it's the corner of 26th and Kipling uh, with their burritos and beer. So good times with Illegal Pete's. Get with it. And then go get over to Bet365. Sign up with the DNVR365 code. Put $10 in there. Get $150 in bonus bets. Bet on the abs to do something cool. Take a screenshot of your account. Send it to promo at thednvr.com. Get yourself a free DNVR shirt. Uh, I would recommend getting yourself an ab shirt, but of course you can get whatever you want from the DNVR locker. It doesn't matter. Uh, jump on it with that DNVR365 code and bet365. Uh, look, I don't think any of my bets hit tonight, which is understandable. <laughs> the save one is wrong. Weird yeah. game. It was a hey, look. I'm good with it. The emotional hedge is the is the way to live. You make bets, and either the Avs win, or you win. Can't lose. That's how that works. Do it with Bet three six five though, and be sure to use that DNVR three six five code. Of course, you must be 21 or older, physically located in Colorado, and if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call one eight hundred Gambler today. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. We're kind of jumping all over the place because I want to do that, and you can't stop me. Sam Malinsky. Hell yeah. Take the power back, yeah. Birdo. <laughs> Sam Malinsky scores the Avs' third goal in this game. He comes in after having been sent down. The initial move for the Avs in this stretch of hockey was to put Caleb Jones back in the lineup when Byron went down on IR. Josh Manson ends up coming out tonight. Can't go. Malinsky gets in. He makes the most of his opportunity. Are we? What would it take to start having the conversation of can Malinsky stick again? Uh, <laughs> I think. I think for me, I just don't don't see it. I I just don't know, man. Like I really and unfortunately, blocking his path is a Caleb Jones who played pretty well tonight. In his own right. Yeah, and I think they'd even be able to move him ahead of him, ahead of Jones. I think they'd be totally comfortable being like, oh, Sam Malinsky, Caleb Jones is not stopping us from playing Sam Malinsky. But Jack Johnson's really like your obstacle here. Sure. He's your roadblock. More than any of these other guys. So. So you don't see it. This is, this is where. You trade Bowen Byram for your second line center yeah. right now and get done with it. And then you can play move Sam Malinsky. On, move on from it and just, you know, no sunken cost fallacy here. Just move on and solve your 2C problem and take off. And Sam Malinsky's in your lineup every day. I've solved your problems. You're welcome. You wanted an answer and you got one. All don't right. be mad at me if you don't like it. <laughs> Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying is... I think it's all part of the process in the sense that, you know, instead, no, for, for him, for Sam, for, forget it for anybody else, for Sam Malinsky, like, yeah. you know, if, if Josh is not there and then obviously, 
you know, that's why he gets the call back, you know, but at least he's been playing. Yep, for sure. And playing more minutes, and, and we can see that he's gaining even more and more confidence every time he comes back, right? Now, do I... You're after Christmas now, right? So you're on the back nine now. Do I think he's going to find a way here? I agree with AJ. He's going to find his way here, bef- you know, at the trade deadline or before the trade deadline. You know what I mean? Like, sure. with some of those movements we're talking... Whatever the movement's going to be. I think he's making them make decisions now that we always talk about. Mm-hmm. And he's earning the right to be there. Yep. And he's... You know, he scores a goal. And I forget about the goal. Like, whether the goal goes in or not, it, it's it's Makarish what he did. It's it's confidence. You don't just all of a sudden puck whack and like, oh, God, I'm going to call up. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to puck whack that, you know what I mean, in the corner. No, that, that's an elite play. And I'm not saying he is Kale McCarr. I'm saying that's confidence, that's poise. Mm-hmm. And you can see that he's been playing the last, you know, how long has it been since he was here? Maybe a few weeks or whatever it is. I mean, uh, not super long, but yeah. Give and take, you know. Then you go down, you play, you get minutes, you get confidence, you know, and that's that's what the American League's for, you know. And I would also say that Malinsky doing what he did tonight. There's no waivers concerns here. No, no, exactly. There's no rush, right? Like, there's no like yep. need. Yep. To put him into that lineup, other than like, hey, he's played some good games for us. Yeah. Like, I know after tonight, it's like, he's got to stay in the lineup. But let's not forget the two games that he played immediately before. Were not so good. He got sent back down when Gerard got healthy. Yep. He was pretty bad. Yep. He's still trying to figure it out. But his ability to come up in a one game, this could just be for one night. And he comes up, and he's an impact player. That builds the organization's confidence. Yes. Not only in just having him as a call-up in that role, but saying, as Eric just said, making him make decisions, hey, we might just have to figure this out here. Yep. Like, Against a top team in the NHL. Right. Too, right. Like, we might just have to find room. And you don't – I mean, I'm, I'm kidding about the Byram stuff. Like, that's not an in-season conversation. Yeah. So you, like, seriously, it's not. Um, Unless it is like J.B. Drysdale. Come, <laughs> come summertime. I'm, we, cutter, we need Cutter. Yeah. Come summertime, I'm a lot more open to having it's the Byron conversation. It's just a lot easier to in, do those things. For a yeah. lot of reasons. And it's not, it's not, in, it's not solely Bowen Byron and his play and any of that. There's financials and all that. But oh, if yeah. Sam Malinsky continues to play well, it makes it easier to decide, hey, we're going to move on from this kid. Yep. It's not that we want to, but we have a more cost-efficient guy. He's, he's, he's cheaper. Hilariously, he's not younger, but he is cheaper and, you know, whatever, whatever. And that's a testament to Sam Malinsky mm-hmm. and, and the quality of play that we have seen at times because it hasn't all been. We're not going to I'm not going to sit here and pretend that every game has looked like tonight. It just hasn't. It hasn't. And totally I'm not particularly convinced at this point in time that Sam Malinsky will ever be a top four in the NHL. Me either. But that's okay. At the moment, that's not... It it, it, it doesn't really matter. That's yep. not the role he's going to play for the Avalanche. So uh, it's great It's great that he comes up and he contributes in this way. Uh, and just a quick, hey, you're back in the lineup. There's no rust. There's no... It's been sitting, uh, sitting out doing any of this. No, none of that. Comes in, plays great, and gets a big goal. And... Uh, Every time something like that happens, it moves you a little bit closer to just having the job. Oh, we just got to put this guy in our lineup somehow. Yep. 
We just got to do it. The other guy, not normally in the lineup, Jason Poland. I really want to talk about the fourth line as a whole here. On one hand, in the very few minutes they got, I thought they played great. <laughs> Obviously, they don't produce a goal or anything like that, but you, they played, what, four or five minutes? And I think yeah. three of their four shifts were spent entirely in the offensive zone just digging yeah. at pucks. You can't ask for any more than that. The way that the, way that the game developed meant that that line got dropped. Just wasn't going to get played, yeah. Um, but... I, I do agree with you. I would say they had some good shifts. Yeah, let's let's what about the sneeze if, if need need be. <laughs> let's run it back. I would take Jason Pullen over Yoel Kiviranta, and some of that is I've seen a lot more of Kiviranta, so there's some shiny toy syndrome with Jason <laughs> Pullen. But I think one of those guys is way better fit for your fourth line than That's the other. That's what it is for me. You watch Jason Pullen, you're like that guy'll go in there, get physical, do yep. some of that work that. Look at Kyle Clutterbuck and then yeah. just do that for a thousand games. Nine hundred and ninety-nine more to go. <laughs> there you go. Almost there. It's a long time. That's a lot of contracts, man. That's like twelve and a half seasons if you're never miss a game. It still blows me away. I had beer with Cal Clutterbuck when he was an AHLer. Yep. He was a dick back then too. <laughs> it served him well. Well, you know, I mean it's, it's worked for him for yeah, sure. It's, it's, I want to say his first game was that like Pepsi Center. Like, it might have been. Yeah, because I heard a story back then. Like, he, he got called up, so he left his car at the airport, then, you know, flew here, and then then they were on a road trip, and then he was, like, at the airport in Houston, and then his car yeah. was over there, like, for a month and a half. <laughs> like, his bill was, like, <laughs> ridiculous. Left at the airport, know? yeah. Something like that, if I remember. I mean, I don't know why I remember that, but whatever I do. The weird things you remember. Yeah. Anyway, just be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Just be like Clutterbuck. You don't have a long career, Jason Pollard. There you go. <laughs> Easy. It's so easy. Just be clutterbuck. Everybody can do it. Yeah. All right. We got some winner shots here. You guys have gotten us well over our 100 likes. We appreciate y'all for that. Some vitamin W. It's good for the abs. They've been getting a lot of their vitamin W lately. So it's been easy out here. uh, They stopped going down. Someone refill them? No. Thank God the rat or the, the mouse. As always, our winner shots are brought to you by Breckenridge Distillery. Get to BreckenridgeDistillery.com to see their full list of alcohols today. The goal we jumped over, Logan O'Connor. Oh, my God. First of all, the stuff leading up to it, a quintessential Logan O'Connor goal. Madman forecheck, take puck, get to net, and then a beautiful finish from LOC. He's had a few of those in the bag this year. It was nice. It was nice. It. Uh, e, how do you get to that? How do you strike the fear into the hearts of players? How do you become LOC? Is it sneakiness? Does he stay in Chattenkirk's blind spot until the last second? Is it speed? He's just on top of him too quick? What is it? I think it's speed. I mean, he's just so fast, right? I mean... We'll give him credit on the fact that he's fast, but we'll give him credit because he's tenacious. You know what I mean? And and I think that's what makes him effective. I think he figured it out coming out of college, going into the American League, and you know, forming himself as a PK guy, as a you know, fourth line guy, whatever you want to call that. Mm -hmm. But he's really developing into something more, which is awesome. But I think he knows what he is, and I think that's what makes him successful. But I think he's just so much faster than the average bear, right? 
no pun intended tonight, the Bruins. Um, Especially that so slow-ass one that he got on top of tonight. Yes. Kirk. Yeah. But I mean, it's not shit. Poor Shaddy, like <laughs> Zaka, like kind of yeah. got in his own way there. Like, oh, God. But that's uh, that, but that's what happens when yeah, you create exactly, chaos. I and mean, exactly. that's why, you know. And I, and I think with, obviously, Woody's not there tonight, but Colton was really good in that matter tonight. You know, yep. where he wasn't very good the last few games tonight, I, I thought he was good, even though he didn't score. He was good, like, but LOC gets rewarded tonight with that speed, that tenacious attitude. And uh, we all know he doesn't have the best finish, right? But tonight, he, he gets it. He yep. gets it done. That's a huge goal. And, you know, he's had a tremendous year. So tonight was no different. Yeah. It's Shaddy got ate up, dude. <laughs> I just think, I think he's being lazy. Like, I don't think and, I think he's lazy, but then he gets because he you know he's a guy that can find his way out of somewhere, yeah. but then he gets that's, caught in his own guy. That's the th- is like yeah. he he has spent an entire career getting away with that. Yeah, and LOC surprised him, and the Zaka thing is really what drives home like LOC just forced a dude to skate to his own guy. Like it was pretty funny, <laughs> but the big the big part of that is he finishes it. Yep. Yeah. Scoring goals is important, it turns out. Yeah. Where he finishes it is, yeah. I wonder, what was... A little read for that shootout, perhaps? Ex- exact, exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking. Like, where he sh- where he scored that, they were like, oh? I guess a good goalie. Yeah, McKinnon, McKinnon and Randner are both like, if that guy can do it. I mean, Jesus. And then they could not do it. They, yeah, <laughs> no, they did not no. manage it. Good for him, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. It's just a one-man army, and that's the kind of difference maker that he can be at the bottom of your line. When you're missing a guy like Miles Ward, especially. Forget the bottom of your line. That dude was playing on your second line at points tonight. Yeah, but in a real lineup. Of course. You know what I mean. That's that's what makes your bottom six dangerous. Yep. In the same way that Boston gets a goal out of John Beecher. John Beecher has seven points this season. Like, sure does. But when you get a play like that, it's such a huge lift for your team. And for LOC and the Avs, the Avs are working hard. Yep. And they're outplaying Boston. And they're all over them. And they're not getting the score that they deserve. Yep. But they are working and they're staying at it. And LOC, to make a play like that, it's just such an injection of life. I agree. Because you see how the Avs responded to it. Their game picks up another level. And they could have they could have put that game away. A little better finish. They could have put that there. They could have been up 3-1 and cruising. Yep. And it was such a huge play because that is a when they get down one nothing, you're next goal away from being in real deep, like deep trouble against a team yep. like Boston. Yeah. You they tie the game. Now you're up 2-1. And then what happens on the beacher goal happens. And instead of that being now we're down. You punch back. Now we're you know now we're down. Now we have to chase again. All right, it's back to zero zero. Yep. So something bad happened to you, but you're not losing. Playing and from ahead, huh? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it was such a great play by LSC. They have to get a little bit lucky, but they they he finishes it. Yep. He finished and full credit because uh, that penalty that he takes in overtime. It's two games in a row that that guy is on the ice in a crucial situation. And takes a bad one. Because he's not a guy that hurts you on a consistent basis. He's hurting you. And he hurts you with a bad penalty. Yep. Just don't reach. Yeah. I get it. It's oh, You just don't. don't. Yeah. It's not. It, it made no difference. It made no difference on the play. 
which is very frustrating. I think it could have made a minor difference, but I'm not going to argue that point. It's not enough. It's not worth arguing. It's certainly a penalty that you just can't be taken. It's way more of an indictment of your lineup right now in this state as injured as it is that that you're like L.O.C. Siegel playing overtime than anything than like you can't trust L.O.C. in overtime like you shouldn't be out there yep just has to be yeah yeah great now other I mean other than that though unimpeachable from him I guy rules for again 95% of this game Mm. is unimpeachable yeah you have a couple of breakdowns here and there from Colorado skaters and a couple of goals that you don't love, but <laughs> just about every guy made up for it if, if they did something poorly and the rest of it was just really good. The difference in goaltending, too, and I don't mean between the two teams. I just mean in Georgiev's own performance. Oh, yeah. There are breakdowns that we're not ever going to talk about tonight. Because he stopped them. Because they turn into saves. Yep. And that's how this works. Hockey, baby. A couple of those, you know, we're looking at it, and, and everything becomes super magnificent. This guy sucks, and that's a dumb play. And This guy hurts you, and you need a save, and you need whatever, whatever, right? Because when the puck goes in the back of the net, you just start doing that. Yep. You say, how did this happen? How did we get here? It's a really fast game, and that's a really good team. And you got two points out of it, so neener, neener. But Doyle rules. Oh, Doyle's Rules. What movie is that again? Shoot. Uh, Billy Madison. That is, that's right. Oh, Doyle uh, Rules. Yeah. Right off the cliff. Yeah. Funny enough, a movie that I have not seen in 20 years. There you go. But had it locked and loaded. E- Who knows? The Avs beat a team like Boston. How much credit do they deserve for, on, on the bigger scale, a, a win like this? You're talking about a team who has now started to rack up. Yeah, they lost to Florida the other night. They've beaten Dallas twice. They've beaten Boston now. Are there some win- losses you don't love in there, too, against someone like Arizona? Sure. With this win, does it start to create a a feeling of, you know what, the abs are for real? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think what they're realizing, and I think that's what the coaching staff's going to harp on, like, I'm hoping tomorrow they have a day off anyway, and you know, see you on Wednesday morning. But I'm it's saying it's an optional for the record. Is it? Is it I'm sure it will be the most optional practice of all time. Yeah, I would be like, one. yeah, you're not going, you're not going. See you Wednesday. See you Wednesday. I mean, guys, play 30 minutes tonight. I mean, come yeah. on, just hang out. Don't come to the rink tomorrow. It's just a mental break too. You know what I mean? Oh so, yeah. But anyway, trying to go. What I was trying to say is, what was the question? <laughs> I don't even know where I went. I, what credit do the Evs get for beating oh, yeah, Boston? Yeah, and when when does the legitometer yeah. start to say, "Hey, they're legit"? Well, I, I think what they're going to harp on—that's why I was saying not tomorrow, but hopefully Wednesday in the morning when they meet to get ready for the Vegas game—is when we play the right way, we're pretty much unstoppable. Yeah. Again, they win tonight. There was a time in the first period there was. The Bruins had like three shots with like what mm-hmm. yeah. four minutes to go or whatever. I, I'm just saying, you just like, gave up 22 shots in regulation. regulation. To one of the best, best teams, teams in the, in the league. So yeah. and the missing the Manson the and, and you're missing boo. you know Manson and missing Bo and you know regulars on D and stuff yeah. like that. So well, that's, and and Wood and Lekin and that's no yeah, uh, yeah two of your top nine and two of your top 100%. four defensemen. Like give me a break here. And that's why I'm saying I think if you harp on it, it makes you realize like hey. When we stick to the process, when we play right, when we play 
you hear them all the time be above pucks and and be first to pucks and check and you know all that stuff when they do that they're a freaking good team no doubt one of the best or the best team in the national hockey league so when it all gets put together i think they realize it doesn't matter who's there or who's not there they have enough firepower to overcome those few losses you know what i mean uh because of the way they're built uh, but i i think it's just reiterating that on those team meetings about hey look when we play the right way it doesn't matter next man up mentality this is how we play you want to jump in the lineup this is what we do this is what we harp on this is what we focus on when they do that you saw it tonight very tough to beat can i just add real quick that uh, i know the trade deadline is starting to yep. encroach upon us we are today's the eighth right yeah for like another hour yeah, yeah. it's exactly two months away from Today. Today yeah. is, is the trade March deadline. 8, right? um, I think it's 23 games from now until the deadline. I think it's game 64. Sounds about right. Um, yeah. Roughly. But you see why I have kind of been saying, I don't think the Avs need to waste time with another depth defenseman. Yep. Jack Johnson, Caleb Jones, and Sam Moulton. Between those three guys, I'm completely convinced that you can roll one of them in as your sixth guy on any given night. Yep. I agree. And if you need to put two of them in your lineup, Once he's there too. you still feel okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and that's even more yeah. because that's your nine. Yep. Brad Hunt is your nine. That's fine. Yep. That's where he should be. Yeah. As an organization, that's a, you should feel good about it. Yeah. And we saw three of those guys in the lineup tonight. And it was fine. 22 shots on goal in yeah. regulation against Boston. Not bad. This isn't like a super beat-up Boston lineup. It's not a wounded duck, you know? They're nowhere near in the position that the Avalanche are currently in when it comes to the injuries in that lineup. You feel like that's a pretty <laughs> close to the lineup that Boston wants. Yep. And you, went to, you went honestly better than toe-to-toe. You kind of dominated that team. You outplayed the Bruins. It, it is, in my mind, inarguable to say they outplayed them. To what extent? Go crazy. Yeah. But that this feels like flexing the defensive depth. Mm-hmm. This is not them getting by with, here's a couple of games of Dan Renouf. Here's some Keaton Middleton. Here's some Andreas Englund. Here's some Brad Hunt. You know, some of these guys where you're just like, eh... Don't know how great this really is. It's not yeah. hurting us. You got con. You're getting contributions here. Yep. Caleb Jones looks solid again. He's kind of getting lost in the shuffle a little bit because Sam Malinsky scored the goal and everybody loves Sam Malinsky. But oh. like, you've got to feel pretty good here. And Jack Johnson <laughs> playing up holds his own. And and this is the conversation I wanted to have with Caleb Jones. You talked about hey, if Jack Johnson is the barrier to entry here, stylistically. You're looking at what Caleb Jones did tonight, and you're like, if he can play like this, dude can do what Jack Johnson does. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think it could be one of those, you can even get a little cute with it. Which team are you playing in the playoffs? You know, if you if you pull a Nashville, you can get away with Sam Malinsky. Totally, yeah. Let's go with a little more offense. But if you need to tighten the screws a little bit. Yeah, if you want to say, hey, we're going to go with a little classic, you know, veteran, not going to hurt us, a yep. bigger guy, might get a little physical with you, and then you throw Jack Johnson in there. Yep. If you decide to YOLO it right down the middle, you have Caleb Jones sitting right there. You got you got a little bit of flavors, uh, all, the, all the flavors that you could possibly want 
with the alignment that you have. I feel I felt pretty good about it, but seeing it in action tonight, I'm like, yeah. Now, also, that's the A game. Totally. It's easy when the team plays, arguably, it's one of its best games of the entire season in terms of its process. Of course, you're going to walk out of it being like, these guys are pretty good. But it's important that you have that game in the bag. Exactly. This is what it looks like when it's at its best. Because if it's at its best and you don't look anything like that, you ain't going to stick. You're looking at it going, we have a problem here. Yep. We have a problem. So to see that tonight was, I thought, very heartening. It was very encouraging for me. I appreciated it. It was something that I wanted to add to that conversation of Malinsky Jones and, you know, oh, they beat a good team. Yeah, they beat a good team. But with that lineup, this is just a little little extra feather in the cap. (laughs) Too bad they couldn't get a third point for it. That feather's an extra inch longer or something. Yeah, exactly. Maybe just add a literal another feather to the cap. (laughs) Starting to get wild. All right. You guys know what happened between uh, the third period and overtime? I don't want to take this bait. I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly what happened. You get that little break between third period and overtime. Everybody comes over to the bench, right? Uh-huh. Georgiev comes over to the bench, picks up the iPad. He goes, redhawkroofing.com. Types it in. <laughs> they come out to the bench. They look them over. They give them the inspection. They say, you're good, bud. Your roof is watertight. What is this voice? You go out there and you stop everything (laughs) from getting into the house. Okay. And that's exactly what happened because Red Hawk Roofing will give you a free inspection of your roof. When you go to RedHawkRoofing.com, they'll take pictures, they'll do the whole thing, and it's all free. You don't even have to pay for it. Free of charge. If they do find something wrong, they can get it fixed for you, though. And if you do have a problem, if you spring a leak, if something goes into the house... They got you covered with that, too. 24-7 on call. They do emergency calls. They'll come out and fix it up. Again, go to redhawkroofing.com to get all of them. Get a free inspection. They're a local Colorado company. Uh, it's more like a... I was going for like a Chicago kind of. <laughs> I was I was like, are, is this Fargo or like Prohibition era gangster? <laughs> like, what's happening here? Fight club. <laughs> what is it? Either way, Red Hawk Roofing <laughs> is your place for roofs. And then... When someone tries to impersonate you on a podcast, there you go. Call Bacchus and Shanker. 2222222 today. Any situation where you've been injured and are not at fault, they've got your back. They'll give you a free consultation at the two number. Uh, and if you have a case, you pay them nothing up front. They don't get paid until you get paid a billion dollars one for their clients. So That's so much money. They kind of get you paid when they take on your case. Uh, ColoradoLaw.net or the two number. Get with Bacchus and Shanker today. Bacchus and Shanker wins. Uh, third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. We do have Jared Bednar's post game presser coming soon. You're not ready? You, no, did, you didn't say have it ready. I, I assumed when you text me, it's ready. All right. In a minute, we'll have Jared Bednar's post game presser. Before we get to the presser, how are you guys today? Great. Yeah. Hockey game energized me today. That's good. Yourself? Um, I spent the afternoon playing Civ 6. And now I remember. You're you're in it deep. Well, and now I remember why I don't play that game. (laughs) Because I got antsy. And I was like, I'm 55 turns into this. (laughs) The counter says it's going to stop at 3. Should I just 
finish this? <laughs> got the military advantage. That's why I like surround the. Just send it. Yeah. yeah. I surround Cleopatra and just smoke him. It's the tutorial level because I'm trying to figure out how to play. <laughs> and I was like, oh, dude, I'm. I think I'm good. Like I, as much as I would like to continue playing it, that game is a time sink like no other. That's definitely no true. other. Is it ready? Did I kill enough time? No. Okay, great. Roll the roll the beautiful bean footage. Go ahead. Jared, were you going to be happy with that process for the result? With what? Sorry. You're going to be happy with the process tonight regardless of the result. I guess once yeah, no question. I thought it was a great game from our guys. Both teams, really. It was an awesome hockey game. Hard fought, competitive. Um, I really liked our game five on five. It was great. And penalty kill, outstanding. Um, power play generated some great chances. Obviously, they uh, their goalie made some big saves, as did ours. I thought that game had a little bit of everything. That's how, and that's probably like start to finish. That's pro probably one of our most complete games of the year. The, just the way we played, competed, took care of the puck. It was it was, it was a really good hockey game. What are your thoughts with that PK late in the game? Just trying to get through those last couple minutes. Yeah, I mean, they did an amazing job. Amazing job. I mean, we had two power plays at the end of the third. Um, their penalty kill did a good job. Then, you know, we obviously have to kill the one in overtime. Um, stressful situation, but I thought the guys handled it great. They did a nice job. Really good sticks, good positioning. Gorgie was square to a couple of those shots that were from distance. I mean, it was all around good job by the penalty kill. Do you think the, the large amount of Bruins fans may have raised temperature a little bit? Well, was that noticeable to you guys? Yeah, no, it was noticeable for sure. I thought, yeah, I mean, it just, it didn't rather it all be our fans, to be honest. But, I mean, I think it was a... It was a great game with fan involvement. Um, like I said, a little bit of everything. Exciting game, physical game. Um, yeah, sometimes it ends up like that. When we're on the road, sometimes we get a lot of fans in there, and it makes it for a nice little rivalry night. Sam Alinsky comes up, makes a great play on his goal. Is he kind of just making it more difficult to not keep him around, I guess? Yeah, I mean, he play, he's played really well when he's been with us, you know. Obviously, we have a couple D out of the lineup now, so he'll be here for a little bit, see what happens with those other guys. Um, the reason we send him down is simple. Got to keep playing. You know, like if we're f fully healthy and we got our six guys, um, but he's certainly making a case for himself. Like he's, he's, you know, this now his second stint coming up, and I thought he got better and better through the first stint. He's a little more comfortable. His puck moving was great tonight, and that's not an easy team to play against either, you know. So um, really good game, and then to get rewarded for it, you know, it's nice to see. Josh Manson, you said this morning might go today. Is, did he consider day-to-day -day at this point? He, he is, yeah. He's considered day-to-day -day for sure. Um, and Bo was feeling a little bit better. You know the story on Lackey, right? That's pretty much all the injury updates. Woody's day-to-day. -day. He's sick, so um, thought he'd be back by now, but he's still just not feeling very good at all. Will you tell us about her lower with Manson? Lower. 
Yeah. It was a tough night a couple nights ago for you guys in net. What did you think of Georgie's kind of? I really liked our checking game tonight. I thought five on five, like when it came to our checking game, was outstanding. Like they get, like they're a hard team to close out. They got some big, strong guys down low. And if you look at the two goals they got, five on five, one's waist high, knee high, through the crease, hits, I think it was Marshawn and goes in. He's got no chance on that. The other one's a wraparound attempt. They just go bang in the rebound, you know, and, th and those are difficult plays. I thought we defended a lot of those plays tonight well. Um, they get to two of those loose pucks and put them in, but not from lack of effort and lack of uh, detail, that's for sure. I thought the, that our checking game was really good. Sometimes, you know, when you got a team that's going to throw it into the paint like that and crash, it makes it real difficult to try and clear some of those pucks, but for the most part, we did a really good job. Georgia breaks the stick on the, on the second goal. Do you like to see some passion and emotion out of him like that, or is that maybe too much frustration boiling over? Yeah, I think he's shown too much. Like over the course of the season, you know, I like a guy to stay. Like you start slamming doors, breaking sticks. To me, that's just if you're on the other bench, you're just like we're getting these guys where we want them. That's a message it's sending, right? I don't know who he's mad at, but like everyone's defending it as hard as they can. The pucks land there in the crease and they chip it in. So I would rather, you know, just be in control. Doesn't mean you can't. I want you to play the game with emotion, but. Like in between whistles and stuff, like most of the emotions a waste of energy. Do you have to address that with him, or does he just know it? Well, I'm sure he knows it, but UC will talk to him about it for sure. Does that make his response in the rest of the game, you know, impressive or satisfactory? The way that you know he he lets that out and then is. Yeah, I thought I thought he was great tonight. He he had a good game tonight. Both goalies had really good games. Like it wasn't an easy game to play and. Um, you had to earn your chances, no question, but he, he was really good. And then obviously to be able to do that in the shootout's even better. This morning you mentioned wanting to face Boston maybe with a healthier lineup. What does it say about this group that they issued the response they did even from call-ups in an NHL debut? Yeah, I thought, that, you know, that's part of, like, I, that complete game throughout the lineup, that's one of our best of the year. Um, and then you start looking at some of the guys that are out, right? You're missing your second pair in Manson and Byram. Um, you're missing a handful of forwards. It's, yeah, and every team goes through it. You got to find ways to win without guys. But like for young guys coming into a game with that kind of temperature, I, I thought they all did a pretty nice job. And, and um, our, our other guys certainly, you know the the regular guys that are here all the time certainly dug in. Like we got some nice performances from a bunch of guys tonight. So I like that you know character, bounce back, resiliency of our group. Have you ever seen both teams take too many men on the ice penalty at the same no. time? <laughs> no, I didn't. I haven't looked at their portion of it, but I didn't like ours. That's for sure. I mean, Miko's already at the bench, like putting his leg over the boards when Kibby jumps on. I'm like. What's he supposed to do? To dive in the bench to not get a like? I just don't get it. But at least they got them at the same time, which I haven't seen theirs yet. All good. Thank you. Yep. Thanks. Thanks, coach. So there you go, Jared Bednar saying most of it probably better than we ever could. Uh, no. <laughs> It'd be pretty funny if we just played the Bedsy. Just post game press. End the show. Called it good. If you want to see Bedsy in person. Go to game time. Get yourself some tickets to the Avs or otherwise. Use code DNVR when you sign up for an account and get $20 off your first purchase. 
There's a link down in the description to join over 15 million people who use Game Time to get their tickets, and they will get you the best price for tickets guaranteed. Get over there. Use it whatever way you want to do it. Wait for last-minute deals. Use the section selector. They've got you fully covered with Game Time. Great tickets to everything. And funny thing, we were actually talking about uh, the play rent while that was going on. You can get tickets to plays at Game Time. So... I don't know if Rent is playing right now. It's probably not. But if it was, you could get tickets to it with game time. Some parts of that uh, have not held up well. I believe you. I've never actually seen it, like, in full. Uh, we got some Super Chats to get to, though. So we appreciate all of y'all hanging out with us. $10 from Trevor that says, I'll buy the shootout beers, too. Thanks, DNVR. Yeah, very generous <laughs> today, Trevor. Lots of dollars for beers at the Watch Along. Uh, $2 from Vaguely, who says, Sweaty Boy season is in full effect. Big Sam. Which Sam is bigger? Molinsky. You think so? Yeah. Oh, he is. I saw him walk right by Samuel Sammy. on the way out today. One for one. Yeah, I, I, I can confirm Molinsky is bigger than Sammy. Sam in, Sam out. <laughs> $5 from Melanie, who says, That was a fun game. Whoop, whoop. Take care. Whoop, yep, whoop, that one was fun. I think everyone enjoyed that one. Two more dollars from Trevor, who says, Avs one point behind Jets for league's best. It's funny. And, like, for the record, I don't think the Central Division as a whole is very good this year. Agreed. But you have the two top teams in the league right now in the division, and we're like, yes, it's down here for the Central. And you're battling it out for the top. Well, and if you look at the top three of any division. The central is the only one that is like a like bloodbath, like a yeah. melee. Yeah. Cause you have Winnipeg 56, Colorado 55, Dallas 51. No other division has three 50 point teams in it. And the Metro while deep, all of its teams are pretty good except Columbus. Cannibalizing 50, a bit. Yeah. 54 at the top with the Rangers and Carolina next at 49. And then the Islanders at 46 crazy. And at the top of the central you have, yeah, you have 56, 55, 51. It's the only division like that. And then, yeah, it happens fast. Like the, yeah, if you go down, it's like, Oh, and then Chicago has 21 points or whatever the hell it is. Somehow 26 making San Jose look bad. With 21. Yeah. <laughs> So it's it's never easy, that's for sure. Uh, and then twenty dollars from James, who says Taves is playing some world class defense. Dude's just a monster. Yeah, he's great, awesome. Hard to uh, actually. I don't know. I should make a video about that guy. Maybe I'll do that. That's why they give up twenty two shots a night. Yeah. I if mean, you want a fun compilation of his stuff? I imagine Filipovich will put one out. And who's like? Yeah, he's all about it. Like the. The Taves truth are out there. <laughs> Other than us. Uh, is, is the uh, earth also flat? Is that where we're going with this? No. I was going to stay away from it. <laughs> we're on the wrong side of the ice wall to be talking like that. <laughs> we are out of here as well, though, chat. Thank you for hanging out with us. We appreciate all y'all, so many of you hanging out. In the post game, if you do ever miss us live, of course, you can always get us on Spotify, too, as we are a podcast. So go check us out there. Give us a five-star review if you really want to help us out. Uh, we're done with this one, but we have an off-day show tomorrow. So 
Maybe we'll talk Drysdale and uh, Gauthier. Maybe we'll talk Whoa. a little bit of that action. Maybe we'll talk about uh, Av's potential options. I don't know. We'll see. You just have to show up tomorrow at 2 p.m. Mountain. Mm -hmm. We'll see you there. Goodbye. We all silly like the mayor. 